It was around four years ago, my dear friend Wendy and I began meeting weekly for coffee. It was natural and even expected for our conversations to revolve around her only child, Ben, and the cancer that had just ended his life at only eight years old. Our time together, working through the grief, turned out to be so much more for both of us. Sundays with Wendy is an open invitation into our coffee talks, our views and stories of both life and death, where nothing is off limits, authentic feelings and thoughts flow freely and without judgment. Simply put, we've been through some shit, and yet we both live a life of peace. This is Elise. Welcome to Sundays with Wendy. All right, so... We got some interesting feedback, huh, with the last episode, um, which revolved around intuition and um, maybe some further questions on how we know to tap into our inner intuition. And that led us down the road of also pondering the role of meditation. And um, so those are some topics I was thinking about chatting with you about today hi (laughs) what's up (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean I think meditation is was really a pivotal point for me in the healing and you know I think I talked about you know I think everyone's intuitive and how we how some people don't don't realize it Mm -hmm. right away agree um, but then when you start to realize it and have a little fun with it and you know it can work for you, how do you, how do you deepen that? Right. Right. So, you know, it was when I started meditating a few years ago and it's something I do every day. It's just a part of, um, you know, and then it, you get to a part where you are a meditation kind of. Right. It's not you're meditating, you it's what you're, what you're doing all the time, which is kind of cool. But, um, you know, I was real rigid about it in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, because you're a not practice. as comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and every morning I'd get up, sit in the window, you know, do my, I have, I have this whole routine I do. It's a, it's actually a whole thing. Um, and that's kind of more of a, just something I get up and do. And then I went on a trip one time. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not in the window. <laughs> you know, how's this going to work? But I was, I went outside, and it's and it's different outside. Yes. Sometimes it's much harder. Yes. Um, you know, because inside you're, you're caged in, and you can control the lights and the sound and um, all of that. So do you use music? You know, I in the beginning I did, because mm-hmm. I think I was, I didn't, I didn't have a groove. Um, and then I didn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my, my practice, I've, um, you know, as I learn about different things and read different things or add a modality, like as a Reiki master, I've added that, that layer into it as well. Um, you know, it kind of changes, but I, I kind of sit there in the window and I just, you know, I think breathing is so important Mm -hmm. because sometimes I don't realize I'm not even breathing, um, at all. Like the past two weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right? Um, So, um, you know, you just Mm kind of get your breath right first. Yeah. And then I just, you know, I just, it's a lot of imagery. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of take, you know, I can, you're sitting in the, the lotus position, if you will, mm-hmm. or a lot of times I stretch my legs out straight so the energy can flow a little more fluidly, I think. And um, I just kind of, in my mind, imagine like my root just going down into the earth, like deep in the magma, mm-hmm. you know, like reconnecting. And then I kind of swoosh that energy up, like from my feet all the way up through my crown, mm-hmm. in kind of a circular motion. You know, just kind of reconnect or even move debris away Mm -hmm. that's stuck, Mm -hmm. kind of, until I can, and I can feel it. Like, I can feel when that energy comes in, if I'm, I can feel like if it's around my heart or if it's around my throat, there's different areas it doesn't flow as easily. And you know, that's just something to work on that day. So Um, when you were new to meditation, mm -hmm. though, did you, would you say you could experience what you just described or would you say that it had a whole different look at first well I think we bring our fear Mm -hmm. um and skepticism I think it's there but we don't choose to really embrace the whole thing and it took some time um but pretty early on and I you know I had always done yoga so I think I had learned in my yoga practice to kind of those to to you you kind of let the thoughts come and go and eventually they don't come in and if you can get to that place where you're pretty clear if you will your mind's clear I think you can be receptive to what is happening in the meditation now I don't hear anything Mm -hmm. I kind of see a lot of times I might see it's almost like a just a flash of something yes um or I feel I can feel things in my body I can I can sense things and sometimes you know if you it's like anything else it ebbs and flows so some days you go really deep some days you don't there's no rhyme or reason I don't know if it's the phase of the moon it's a biorhythm <laughs> I had an extra glass of wine <laughs> I don't you know you just don't know um, what that is but there are days that it's so deep that it's actually I can feel this warmth mm-hmm. that's like almost shining down on me and it feels so good and you almost don't even want to come out right and you strive to get there every day and you don't mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's always, um, I feel for me, if I don't have that sensation, you know, often I feel disconnected, stressed, lost. I feel like all I'm doing is listening to my mind, just chatter, mm-hmm. chatter, chatter. And so, yeah, whatever it takes to like find that connection, um, which feels like a connection to myself, but I know it's also to you know, something bigger than myself all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting to talk about this to me because it's very hard to articulate with words what we're, what we're describing because there are no words in meditation. Mm-hmm. So how do you then formulate your thoughts and feelings which really don't quite exist in the way that everyday life is? So it's a very hard topic actually and it probably is why it feels so mysterious to so many. But the thing that's so cool about it is everyone's having their own experience. There is no playbook. Mm -mm. So someone who may be more um, sensitive in terms of hearing or sight or others may not. And I I feel like what you're doing is we all have our five senses that we work with. But I think this is the other sense. This is the other knowingness that we, when we come in, we don't allow. Our culture does not... Yes, we don't Except really shine a light on th- that. Yes, um, <laughs> but if you can work with it, mm-hmm. it is such an such an easier way to live. Mm-hmm. I know. I had yoga this morning out here on my porch, and of course, it was a balmy 
you know, 80 degrees this morning <laughs> um, in November. And um, anyway, we did some some good work in it. I really, really enjoy my yoga teacher. And at the end, we always do the Shavasana, which, um, I don't know, does it translate to, to a rest? I, I forgot what it translates to. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to look that one up. Um, and, you know, I heard that that is the most important part of the quote workout or a practice and to, to even imagine that when there's so many other forms of workout or practice that that would never even take a moment of rest god forbid you should rest it's a really i i thought it was a really interesting um thing to highlight so that the the work you just did and the the uh blood flow the energy flow you just uh tapped into now can truly flow at ease in your body and and then hopefully continue on when you're not you know in that quote shavasana rest state um that that is a moment of meditation that's just kind of built into a practice that i I feel like it teaches us for for every day that that's Mm -hmm. you know i like to say that's a metaphor all the time that's a metaphor for every day you work you work you work and then you rest i mean hi i'm jewish so even in judaism you that's the whole deal you work you work you work and god commanded you rest that, mm-hmm. that was he rested or god rested and we rest um which to me is the med- that moment of tapping back in mm-hmm. and that meditation that we're talking it about. truly is there was a seinfeld episode where they went to a bikram class and it was funny because oh, at the gosh. end he said yeah let's go because at the end you can everyone takes a group nap <laughs> and, <laughs> no or I'm, i might not even be saying that right but that was kind of see it and um but it, it's true mm-hmm. it's not even something you would and i have to say when i didn't know what yoga was um not too terribly long ago even though i'm educated in so many other practices for the body that that i didn't have a good um, education, I guess, in, you know, you'd look at these photographs of everyone laying around and think like, what in the heck are they doing? Why would I ever do that? If I'm trying to get a workout or trying to do something for my body, why would I do that? And then again, to flip it around and think that that moment is one of the most crucial moments of the practice. Mm -hmm. It just tells me everything. So that, that is what we need to do. And I think that that builds the ability. It's like a portal for your intuition. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's kind of all one and the same. You know, and it's funny people, I hear people talk sometimes and they say, I, you know, I was in the shower and Mm -hmm. I had an idea and I was in the car and I thought of this and it's because those are the forced times that, you know, you allow your, your kids aren't around, your husband's not around, you are by yourself. And that may be the only five seconds you get that day. Exactly. But I don't think they realize or that it, it's not a realization that that is the, that is the still, if that's a, that's what you get exactly. Um, I'll never forget if uh, several years ago now I was you know I have four little ones and driving all over town and whatever groceries who knows what I was doing and I must have had my windows down and I stopped at a stoplight and while I could see that there were cars driving around and and life was just as normal as it could be it it was the most incredible moment of stillness that I'd ever experienced it was almost like I couldn't hear them drive I could hear almost nothingness and it felt it was kind of have chills telling you about it actually it was so um powerful and I often and then I kind of snapped out of it and realized I often drive around with no music and no whatever and I, I started realizing you know my husband 
bless his heart, always likes to have input. And so I, I kind of suggested that, you know, you might want to, you know, consider what, what happens if you don't have that outside external, I love music like everybody else, but what if you turned it off? Mm-hmm. And what if you just took a moment and, and listened to, to the, basically the nothingness. And I, I just think it was transformative because it really brought this, this, that knowing kind of crept up very clearly and it felt, it felt divine. I felt like I was really connecting, like it was a gift. It was a gift to me at that moment. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments. I mean, there, there's times where I, I feel like you say like tap, you're tapped mm-hmm. in. I call it now. I feel like I was tapped in. Now I'm tuned in, mm. but there are sometimes, and I don't know how else to describe it. Like sometimes I'll, you know, where I live, I have the most beautiful view and I get to see the most amazing sunsets. But sometimes I look out in that window and I feel like, almost a part of it all almost like I can say goddess made I don't absolutely I mean that's the only word I can can because you it's not you just feel almost like every like every particle out there you are in it and it's such you know I wish it happened more I know <laughs> that's what I when if it goes too many days go by and I don't have that or I don't I don't have an interesting dream and I can't remember if if there's too many days I'm like who am I what am I doing I I you know I'm not I'm not grounded. I don't, I don't have that root like you were describing. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. Yeah. So maybe those are the days I have to make sure I do something mm-hmm. a little extra. You know, and then I send, the, you know, in meditation, I send the energy out as well. You know, I have this little, little thing I do and I always send it. Like if someone's told me that, you know, someone's not well that you would pray for, I do send that energy mm-hmm. during that time. Same. And, um, and I send it to places you know, um, and I send, sometimes send it to my office to, for Mm -hmm. the day, you know, to, um, you know, for synergy and empowerment and ease of whatever, you know, the same thing. Do you think people are like going, okay, those are crazy woo woo ladies. (laughs) No. And you know, maybe it's just, no, I don't, they may, whatever. I don't, if it works Mm -hmm. or if it works for me. Yes. Um, and maybe it's just my ground, my way to ground or my way to program, um, the best I can, what needs to happen that day. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's, I think it's a form of prayer. Like maybe Mm -hmm. that would be easier for someone to consider Mm -hmm. what that feels like. Yeah. I remember I was on the table once in a, um, um, energy session. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. An energy session. And, um, you know, I had that warm feeling come over me. It was almost extremely warm. It was actually one of my first times, um, if not the first time. And, it was, and I, I just kept knowing this is all love, everything love. And then instead of it just being love to me, like you just described, I started experiencing that I was meant to help someone else. And I specifically had um, images come up of not only people I knew, but people I didn't. And, and, and even the concept of like, you know, people in the Sudan or something like it was global and it, and it was huge. And, you know, I told the, the, um, energy healer person afterwards about that. And she had realized in her, you know, view and how she receives information that, that, that is exactly what was happening, that she Mm -hmm. was aware that I was in this, like, sort of having this experience where it was, you know, from me outward. It's, it's very beautiful to feel that way. And I, that carried me for weeks and, and just knowing that we, we have far greater connections 
than we can ever realize. And some of it comes in signs, like messages and um, interesting little ways that kind of make me smile sometimes if if you see them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. fun. It is. That part I love. I think sometimes chuckle. it's really fun. It's gr- I mean, if anything, it's grounding. Yeah. And I feel like it is really given me... Um, I mean, obviously, I needed some healing at the time, <laughs> but um, it was one of the things that I, I think I always, if, if when pe- people ask me questions about healing or how did you, what what worked for you, I mean, meditation is always one of the first things that comes up. Absolutely. Well, I think it also helped you keep everything real. Like, you know, it, you weren't running away. You know, you could have run away. My God, mm-hmm. you had every reason to run away. And... um I just think that it it kept you um, sane in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and and not um, not afraid. No, and um, you know I um, sometimes wonder, you know, if I'm a little more connected to Ben in that state, if there's a veil to the other side, and if I read in a book one time where to connect they have to come down like their energy Mm -hmm. is so high Mm -hmm. and vibrating at such a different frequency they have to come down a little and Mm -hmm. then we have to go up so it's almost like the meeting room yeah oh i love that so you know as long as it keeps working i'm going to keep doing it it's always going to be there Mm -hmm. that you know 